Hello, Dan Housen here. Dan Housen here to tell you to listen to the Rough House podcast, hosted by Christoph and Marty Housen. Very good. You both got the Housen in there. Listen to the podcast or up yours. Anyways, have a nice time. Love that, Dan Housen. Listen to this podcast. It's very nice, very evil. The Rough House podcast, Housen. Yes. Dan Housen is so powerful. Behold, a podcast for the ages, recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Roughhouse Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their warhammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task, complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Kristoff. Hello, everybody, and welcome finally to the Rough House Podcast, uh, episode number 272 for April 17th, 2022. I am Marty, and join me in welcoming back on the mend, <laughs> my dear co host. Oh yeah, hi. It's Christoph. Yes. Hi. Welcome. welcome. I didn't know if you were going to say my name or No, I no, no, no. I was going I, I was going to let you properly introduce yourself. Oh, I, well, I, wanted, I wanted to drum it up a little bit. Uh, I I appreciate you. You're you're a good gas up uh, fella here. I, Hyping I, me up here. I, I I try. I try. Gas up gang. Yeah. Hashtag. Um uh I I was a terrible solo man myself, but I was always a good wingman. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's pretty uh I, I I am great at promoting someone else. I am terrible at promoting myself. I'm usually the same way. You're, you're, you well, you're much more humble than I am. I, I I I will definitely be more braggadocious when the uh, when the opportunity arises itself, uh, or if I have something to brag about. Which at this point I really don't. Uh, <laughs> aside from being able to speak a whole sentence without coughing at this point, which is a plus. So congratulations, that's, that's congratulations. Good. But get, yes, get that. Over it. That is why we were off last week, uh, ladles and jelly spoons. You probably noticed on our Twitter machine that uh, our boy Chris was under the weather. Um, we were going to try to power through and record an episode, but uh, the it was the inverse Jurassic Park property. Uh, life did not find a way. Um, <laughs> life got in the way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, unfortunately, we had to bump back a week, which means this week we have a shit ton of things to cover. First and foremost, if yeah. you wanted our full front-to-back take of WrestleMania uh, 38 Night 2, mm. that will be on Patreon. Yes. Uh, so we'll, we will cover that in full on there, patreon.com slash the Roughhouse podcast. Uh, but we want to talk about everything that has happened since. Great time <laughs> for us to sort of uh, uh, miss uh, a week because yeah. uh, fucking everything went down. You, you had the post-mania Raw. You had yep. some call-ups. You yep. had what we'll probably focus on in the WWE section of things, the most ridiculous memo in wwe history one of i mean uh, let's be honest there have been multiple uh, true on the true. mount rushmore here um we've got uh a lot going on in AEW, including multiple match of the year candidates in a one-week span yeah uh and uh holy crap uh new japan not only had a hell of a show last night but they are uh very much so aiming for your boys with their announcements <laughs> for the show in our backyard. So let's just go ahead and jump right into it. The section, th this is the broccoli before the dessert, if you will. This is the <laughs> section we got to get through, Chris. Yes, yeah. The world 
Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. How can you have your pudding if you don't eat your meat? Exactly. And we're going to eat that meat. And let us start. With the- <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hey, now. Yeah, it's a new All service right. you provide here at the Rough House. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not Cody, though. That's no, not my No, well, well, it's funny, because Cody's where I'm going to start on all of, of course. this. The honeymoon lasted a week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, okay. It, 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 I don't even know if it fully did, because there's been <laughs> a steady uh, decline in presentation-wise of one uh, Cody Rhodes, nay, Runnels. Um, yeah. So... You know, WrestleMania, we talked about it in the last episode. We yes. had the big debut, mm-hmm. all the, you know, all the pomp, circumstance, pyro, hype. Uh, and the Cody Vader, most importantly. Which is exactly where I was headed, yes. Yeah. The big Cody Vader special boy entrance he got on the grandest stage of them all at WrestleMania in Dallas, night one. Then, Raw after WrestleMania, uh, just a very small box elevator and a very tiny ramp. Yes. Hilarious. It, it was, it's hilariously low rent. Yeah. Like they, GCW they, would put together MCW would yes. have a better, oh, uh, very quickly shout out MCW. They're running a, a show on fight later this month. Oh, awesome. Good. For yeah. That. Yeah. They're, they're moving to the IP, uh, IPPV <clears throat> world. Very good. Uh, very good. so, uh, shout out MCW on that for their big, uh, I think it's spring fever show. It's, it's the one headlined by the Hardys. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they, they built a ramp ramp. Yes. Yeah. And, it, and if you told me that Cody actually wasn't elevated at all, it's more, he was crouched. Yeah. Crouched in yeah. the ramp ramp and then had to gradually raise himself up. Like you're doing a fucking going down the stairs gag behind a couch <laughs> to amuse a toddler. Like I, I would believe it. And then it didn't even work because <laughs> he, he, he prairie dogged his, yeah. his little Cody head yeah, popped out Cody head he got to run a little bit and then uh, it started to rise a little bit. Yes. Uh, hilarious. Absolutely yeah. hilarious. Uh, really kind of goes to show what they, um, you know, what, what really pull a pull he really has, uh, yes. you know, and then it, it didn't happen at all on, on this past raw. Yeah. What the I, Cody I'm, Vader gone. Yeah. Already gone. Also already going against the Miz. He won, but if I had read that he lost to the Miz, cuz I don't fucking watch Raw live. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? Anybody. To Why would anybody? Do yeah. That? Really. Uh if you had told me that he lost to the Miz, I wouldn't have been shocked. I would have been like, "All right, yeah. There we yeah, go. Here That's, we are. This is it. That was, <laughs> that was a, a much quicker turnaround yeah. than, than we had previously expected." For the uh, the special boy to not be so special anymore. But the the uh, fun question mark part of all of this was the uh, this week on Raw, of course, no Cody Vader. They were building to his match with the Miz. They had a whole talking segment with him and the Miz because, of course, they did. And the character, I guess, that Cody gets to have now is he's the one who gets to say championship belt. Right. He's the one who gets to say professional <sighs> wrestling and wrestler. Right. Instead of sports entertainer. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And, and of course, the Miz had a rebuttal every single time. Uh, oh, you know, belts or what? Hold up your pants. You know, yeah. all of that, which is just eye rollingly dumb. I uh, just baffling in its in its reasoning. Like, 
is he supposed to be like the fucking Deadpool of WWE, just Ugh. plunking off that fourth wall? I like, I, 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 I don't, I don't care for it. Uh, but you know, he's not done with Seth. That's already been signed for WrestleMania Backlash. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So we're gonna get that again. Okay. Um, I mean, the match was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. No, it was. It was it, I wouldn't call it four and a half stars, but it was a fine match. Is that what Dave gave it? Four and a half. Yeah, Dave. Dave went back and he fixed it, and, and then four and a half stars was what he gave to fucking Seth versus Cody. Wait, he fixed it to four and a half. Uh, it, when the Observer originally went up that Friday, it had no stars. Oh, it. okay. All right. Um, <laughs> so he went back and updated and put four and a half. And well, that's that's. That's doubly egregious after some of the ratings he popped out on this past Friday, but we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. We we, we will absolutely get there. But yeah, uh, four and a half stars for that, which, okay, fine. Um, but we're going to get it again. We're going to get it at WrestleMania Backlash, which is going to be just full of rematches. Uh, we found out we're going to get Ronda versus Charlotte again. Okay. And this time it's going to be an I quit match uh-huh. because we need that. Uh, we are going to get a tag team title unification match between the Usos and RK Bro. Okay, probably be the genesis of the RK Bro breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I found particularly hysterical is uh, Brock Lesnar was in all the local advertising for WrestleMania Backlash. Uh-huh. It has come out this week that not only was he quote unquote pulled from it, actually, wait, no, hang on, he was never booked for it. <laughs> okay <laughs> so they're just like fuck it we're going to just you know do whatever we want when it comes to promoting card subject to change yes. is something that they have taken advantage of for many many moons time, to sell tickets um to circle back to the special boy has yes. he made any other um references to kung fu panda that he pawns off as some <laughs> kind of uh, deep knowledgeable reading goodwill hunting style uh, that, uh, that we missed it, it, so far, no. Damn. Um, okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe he'll just start pulling off some Shrekisms. You know, he'll come out to the ring. No special boy uh, enters or whatever. But you know, he'll get, he'll go on Miz TV and he'll say, "What are you doing in my swamp?" You <laughs> know, kick instead of the Cody Vader, kick open the door of an outhouse. <laughs> his new entrance theme. It his, will be Smash Mouth. Yeah, as his new theme, All Star <laughs> blasts through the arena. Somebody once told me my dad was a plumber, son. Uh, <laughs> God. It's just, it's fantastic. Can you imagine but, the wrestling is more than one real family going so right funny. in? <laughs> God damn it. I need to, I need to make that. I need yeah. 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 Spending some time in audacity today. Um, yeah. Uh, so that, that happened. Uh, also, we had a, a few rounds of call ups, both. Uh, in the Raw After Mania and the Raw After the Raw After Mania. Um, <laughs> Trademark. Yes. We had the re-debut of Veer Mahan as he's Veer basically uh, Rusev with the serial numbers filed off. Uh, <laughs> just a big brute who uh, puts guys in submissions. He beat the crap out of Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio because that's going to be his feud. Okay. Now, I'm not a medical professional by any means, uh, but after months of Veer's coming, Veer's coming, Veer's coming, mm-hmm. um, 
that's a unhealthy amount of time to edge yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and you're gonna you're gonna have some problems afterwards and, for that veer. And it feels real fast to bounce back after the refractory period after that long. <laughs> after that long of edging, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Sit down, maybe have some chips. You know, just take, <laughs> some chips. Have a have a nice uh. You take know, care of yourself, bud. Just pop, pop open a can of Pringles, bud. Yeah, you know, yeah. salt and vinegar. Tall Sit glass of water, really, really rehydrate. You know, yeah, that might be Gatorade time or I mean, you know, depending on electrolytes are key yes. to that uh, to bouncing back. Yeah, you know, and maybe, <clears throat> maybe ask pop, Sting, Gordon pop Sumner, your, not not real estate Steve. <laughs> pop yourself a uh, pop yourself a blue chew or two. All right, get yourself ready back in the uh, get, get yourself back in, back the, in the game. Use uh, use code Roughhouse for zero percent discount. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> use code Roughhouse and get an error message at checkout. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I mean, really, I'm concerned about the health, the 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 uh, reproductive health of Virmahan is all I'm trying to say here. Yes. Just yeah. just be careful. Just be wise about it. Exactly. Okay. You know, uh, I would like to search through that browser history, though, to see what he was, uh, you know, what what what, what, he, what he was what he was partially getting there to, you yeah. know. Yeah. Curious. <laughs> uh, we had the return to WWE of Elias. And, and this is, is it, what, though? <laughs> well, you're right. Uh, the, I was going to last week. And, and you know what? This is one of the few times I will give WWE the benefit of hindsight. Okay. Okay. When I read about what was happening live, actually, a friend of mine texted me and was like, uh, a friend of the show, Mike George, he he pinged mm-hmm. me and he's like, are you watching Raw right now? And I said, why would I watch Raw when it's on? Uh, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, and he said, uh, Elias is back, but he's uh-huh. not Elias. He uh-huh. is Elias's brother. He shaved his face. Mm-hmm. Weird face, by the way. Definitely yeah. better with the beard. Yeah, world's better with the beard. Um, but uh, he's saying he's Elias's younger brother, Ezekiel. Uh huh. I guess. And the E is the you know. I, I guess, and and this okay. comes after the uh, the uh, Elias is dead vignettes of I think August twenty twenty one. Mm. Uh, where uh, it was indicated that that Elias was going away, mm-hmm. um, so you know a, a brisk almost year away. <laughs> I mean, you know, they, they probably even forgot that happened. And Fair, this, you know, they don't they don't pay attention to their own continuity. AEW pays more attention to WWE continuity than WWE does. That's true. That's true. Uh, there there was a, a running gag on the internet for a while there that. Um, WWE main roster does a great job of preparing you for AEW main roster. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so he's Ezekiel and I was ready to write this off as the dumbest gimmick ever because you take a guy who to the crowd was, I don't want to say a complete zero, but by the time he left, no one gave a shit about. No, it was a cheap heat magnet and that was it. Yeah. And this, Oh, I shaved my beard. I'm now his younger brother. Like, that's that's not going to win you a world title. It's not. No, that's some uh, that's some cheap ass soap opera days of our lives shit right there. However, okay. Now that I'm seeing that the storyline is everyone believes him except for Kevin Owens, who's getting more and more angry and incredulous that he's the only person who realizes that Elias and Ezekiel are the same person. Uh-huh. I'm fucking in. I I'm I'm immediately <clears throat> I turned right around on it. Well, I mean that's. 
that's the credit of Kevin Owens. That's oh, not yeah. the credit of creative or Elias slash Ezekiel or anything else. That's just the, you know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are two guys that can get any garbage over. It's true. That's true. But uh, I was just like, okay, if this is the way we're going to go, I, I, mean, I mean, to the point where there's like now photos being posted on, on Twitter by Ezekiel of him and his brother hanging out together. Clearly right, yeah. photoshopped. Sure. Um, yeah. Oh, and Sami Zayn uh, going cross brand, which you know should never happen because there's only one no. night per year where the brands battle uh, for uh, brand supremacy. Brand supremacy. Yeah. Um, he is also acknowledging that he thinks that uh, something's up here and that Owens is right. So you know what, bro's gonna bro forever. So good, good. Job bless, there. bless their hearts. Bless their lovely Canadian hearts. But over on SmackDown, uh, we had some NXT call-ups as uh-huh. the former Valter, uh, now Gunter, uh, has showed up along with Marcel Bartel, Fabian Eichner, nowhere to be found. Uh, yeah, yeah, Marcel yeah. Bartel now has the name of Ludwig Kaiser. Uh, I thought it was Baron uh, Baron Sauerkraut. That's, <laughs> they, that was that was one of the ones on the list that got scratched off, I guess. And I would say it's on par with that. Uh, also, he just seems to be doing the old uh, Ricardo Rodriguez gimmick of just being a mouthpiece for some other guy. So a former, what, at least two-time NXT, NXT, NXT tag UK team tag team champion is now yeah. just uh, a hype man. Just a guy. For, for, for Gunther, yes. uh, who, I mean, and apparently this was another decree memo from oh, I don't know if this is the memo you're you're speaking of there are a couple memos that apparently happened the past couple weeks yeah. um Walter slash Gunther looks sick like he, is he should not be skinny he should no. not that that man should not be skinny it, it, it's it's less imposing it's less scary uh it's, it's he just it does not look good like if if he is happier and he feels healthier I will say Good on you, Walter Gunther. <laughs> However, if I think about Walter, a dude who had like almost a, a Vader level of presence and intimidation. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's gone now. That's out the window. Now oh, he no, just yeah. looks like a guy. Yeah. He's a tall, I wouldn't say well, skinnier guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, he, and the, the pose helps and shooting him from below helps. But yeah. You know, it's just nowhere near like I feel like Gunther now I could probably hold my own in a legit fight for a couple minutes. Whereas Walter. Yeah, no, I was getting murked immediately. Yeah. Yeah. The the intimidation factor is gone. Yeah. Or at least significantly lessened. Like, yeah, he still throws chops like crazy and they still sound like they would murder a bird mid flight. But (laughs) it's just there. There's. There was an it there. There was it factor, which is the thing that they fucking drone on about when it comes yeah. to uh, how the, the PC is supposed to work. You know, we find them, find their it factor. Yeah. Literally, the it factor got shrunk down on this guy. Yeah, the and, presentation's been destroyed. Um, but also weird, uh, Raquel Gonzalez, former NXT Women's Champion, currently one half of the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Okay. She is now on SmackDown as Raquel Rodriguez. So if you're going to call her up and change her name, why not just call her Raquel? 
That's a great question. I mean, she's going to lose to Rodriguez in, you know, another two months when, you know, Vince is like, why does she have two names? Yeah. Why, yeah. Does, she, why does she have the same name as that little guy who used to uh, number two for uh, Del Rio? Yeah. You know, I'm like, fuck, come on. Could they not think of another generic uh, Hispanic name to use? Fair. <clears throat> but the, the name changes continued as – uh, on NXT 2.0 this week, one third of Legado del Fan- excuse me Legado del Fantasma, Raúl Mendoza was given a new name. No, just Mendoza. Cruz Mendoza. del Toro. I'm sorry. Say again. Cruz, C R U Z. Uh huh. Del Toro. Okay. 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 And on Friday, it came out specifically why all these name changes are occurring. Cause we also had a storyline where Austin theory on Monday mm-hmm. uh, announced to the world that, uh, because of Steve Austin, wink, wink, uh, he is changing his name to just theory. Okay. All right. Well, after WrestleMania, he was theory of a dead man. That band is hot fucking garbage and a bunch of assholes too, by the way. Good to know. Hot goss being dropped. Uh, so <laughs> Vince McMahon sent a memo out to the roster, and the roster that was assigned Vince McMahon. Did he like? Well, I'll, I, I will just read as it is described. Okay. By Dave Meltzer in uh, the Wrestling Observer newsletter. If you want to picture it in real life, picture a lot more ums and paper shuffling in between the things that I'm saying here. Uh, the actual story behind this is all the talent got a memo and Vince McMahon decreed he doesn't want anyone new using their real names anymore, nor names they've used before on the indie scene. Walter became Gunther because Walter was both his real name and a name he used on the independent scene. Raquel Gonzalez is also the name he used in your company for four fucking years, but that's beside the point. Raquel Gonzalez kept Raquel, not her real first name, but had to drop Gonzalez, her real last name. Many thought Austin Theory dropped the Austin because of Steve Austin. That's at least the storyline reason. But it's actually because his real name is Austin White. Raul Mendoza is a WWE name, except Raul really is his first name, so he had to ditch it. (laughs) And as he put it out there, as is always the case, the memo only applies to people who are newer and who they decided it applies to. Randy Orton isn't going to change to Frank Trevino and Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey don't have this applied to them. It would be nutty if Riddle has to change his name because Riddle really is his last name. But it looks like this applies mostly to people just coming to the main roster and this doesn't apply to Cody Rhodes. But from this point forward, they don't want anyone new using former names from elsewhere or real first or last names, except if you're Gable Stevenson, and this will change soon enough like it always does. Does does Vince not realize the Internet exists? <sighs> I, 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 I couldn't tell you, man. Has there been a mental status exam on Vince McMahon oh, in the past? Oh, they, they, they are definitely not checking his mental capacity for... Uh, Christ. Fuck. After, it's just, why, why fucking bother? Yeah, I, I think it's because they that, that idea of wanting to own, in totality, the WWE superstar. I mean, in some 
ways this isn't new. Uh, Tony Atlas popping up as Saba Simba in you know the early '90s, <clears throat> uh, which granted had Roddy Piper on commentary. One of my all-time favorite WrestleCrap uh, audio bits is Piper on commentary. Going, I know who that is. That's Tony Atlas. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's just. The more things change, the more they stay the same, as we are accustomed to in WWE. And undoubtedly, it all just boils down to that same level of lack of confidence slash trust in their own roster. I mean, if I'm if I'm pinpointing where all this started, it's the one-two punch of Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Late. 90s early 2000s Brock was appointed to be the guy he was the youngest WWF champion ever and he proceeded to fuck off and leave and, and use his name yeah and use his name everywhere and sued the company and and all of this and then you had Bobby Lashley who was basically and and I say this not uh, in a derogatory way. It's more just I, how it seems like they looked at Presented him. They went, him. Yeah. They, they're like, oh, it's it's Black Brock. We're, we're going to do this again. Because, again, he was being given these opportunities to be you know one of the youngest champions. And he had the whole ECW title storyline with Vince and all that. They gave him that shockingly huge WrestleMania main event, him versus Umaga, where it was Trump in the corner of uh, yeah. Lashley and Vince in the corner of Umaga. Did massive buy rates and Lashley went, fuck this, I'm leaving. <laughs> and ever since then, it's been the brand is a star. 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 And everyone has to get new names and no one can represent what they were before and, 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 and all of that. And we will continue to, the, to experience this forever until someone else decides to try to do what Triple H did in NXT and try to, you know, actually pay lip service to the history of professional wrestling. So probably until Vince dies, we're just going to have this again and again and again. I mean, I, I, I understand the idea of wanting to own the presentation and everything of, uh, you know, somebody, one of their performers. Oh, I guess when I think about it, Hall and Nash are probably also up there in terms of when they got burnt. Well, yeah, but I mean, that was using real names, but like they sued WCW for, you know, stealing the presentation. Okay. But, you know, at least for WCW and not for WWE at all, yeah. They were employees and not fucking independent contractors. So if you're trying to own every facet of their, you know, being under your umbrella, then yep. fucking give them the benefits that come along with it and not just, you know, all this bullshit that comes along with being an independent contractor that we've talked about at great length over the past couple of years. It's 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 horseshit. Uh Vince sucks. Um and, you know, I I, I don't I I I Things are going to continue to suck in WWE uh, until Vince McMahon dies. I mean, that's just that or they don't get the renewal of their contract they're expecting. I think that's the only other shoe that could drop that when everything goes up in 2023, 2024, whenever it is that they're supposed to you know, start negotiating again, uh-huh. if they aren't getting the money they expect, because I'm pretty sure they're expecting to double numbers again. If they don't get that level of offer, 
they are undoubtedly going to have a fire beneath them for the first time in ages. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't foresee them getting double of what they are getting now. Uh, but you know, the fuck do I know about TV rights and money and, and shit like that? I, I certainly don't understand. I it. make three fifty an hour. Okay. <laughs> this is, this is, that's $3 and 50 cents. Okay. That's, that's, that's my financial background here. Yeah. And I thought that, you know, I'm, I'm doing okay. Doing okay. <laughs> uh, well, also on the name change train, uh, PW insider reported yesterday, two more name changes for NXT stars. Uh, let, let's see if you can guess what they are. Um, Kaylee Ray, NXT, mm-hmm. former NXT, uh, women's UK champ. women's champ, UK women's champ. Yeah. Yes. Uh, longest reigning NXT UK women's champ. Uh, she has a new name. Would you like to guess okay. what it is? Kaylee, um, redhead, Scottish. Uh, let's see. We'll carry with the K. And then last name will be O'Flanahan. That'd be a lot better. It's Alba Fire. F-Y-R-E. <laughs> Alba Fire. Alba? A-L- like Jessica Alba? Yes. Yes. Alba Fire. Man, that's a terrible fucking name. Yeah. Okay. Uh, apparently, it's the, it's a Scottish word for Scotland. So she's literally Scotland Fire. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the other name... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> former uh, former girlfriend of Ricochet, uh, tag super, partner no, with Super Spreader. Uh, is, well, <laughs> I already, you're already getting ahead of me. I was going to say former. Oh, sorry. Former girlfriend of Ricochet, tag partner of Caden Carter, and noted COVID yeah. expert. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Casey Catanzaro, uh-huh. uh, also American Ninja Warrior star. Casey yeah, Catanzaro. Yeah, yeah. And, and Towson Al- Yu. Towson alum, alum, yeah. Which explains the COVID thing. Uh, I'm a modern. Casey, uh, uh, yeah, Casey Catanzaro. Would you like to guess her name? I already read it, and it's it. If you would, if you would sit me down with a pen and paper and give me the rest of my life to put two words together, <laughs> for would you a new say there's not Casey a Catanzaro, chance you'd have this one figured out? Not a snowball chance in hell I would ever put these two words together as an acceptable name for a pro wrestler yeah. in 2022. Yes. But please, it is Katana Chance. <laughs> Okay, okay. So American Ninja Warrior, I guess that's where Katana comes from. Ninja Katana? Okay, sure. I guess. If I had just seen these names listed in, like, WWE trademark filings, I'd go, oh, fuck, that's Io Shirai's main roster name. Oh, my God. (laughs) Which reminds me, what's Io getting a new name? Yeah, well. uh, Oh, boy. I mean, what's another another moon of Jupiter we can call out there? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Fuck. Oh man. Just this is it's so bad. Also on the uh uh bad call up uh train. Uh mm-hmm. LA Knight got his main roster call up uh for uh, a dark match on SmackDown on Friday. He is now the manager of Mace, formerly of Retribution. Now Mace of course also Mace. Dio Madden, a guy okay. who in their eyes could talk so well that he should be doing commentary on Raw, which is what he did for a few months. He and needs a mouthpiece. a mouthpiece. Okay. Sure. All right. Why not? They are literally find and replacing the plans for Adam Cole and Keith Lee with these guys. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jesus. I forgot about that whole thing. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. It's just more on Adam Cole in a bit. Yes. Just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. 
All right, we got through that. Let's talk about things that are fun. Okay. <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, had quite a few big shows while we were away. Uh, we had the Hyper Battle Show, which is just the perfect name for a Japanese pro wrestling card. <laughs> it is the most Japanese name for a, a pro wrestling show ever. I love it. The big things coming off of that show. One, Sonata officially vacated the IWGP United States Championship. Due injury? To his uh, orbital bone injury. Yeah, during the New Japan Cup, uh, okay. Osprey popped him a little hard, and he broke yeah. his orbital bone. Uh, he was uh, he returned the title to who he beat for the belt, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, Tana was immediately then challenged by Osprey, who said, "Hey, I broke his face. I deserve the belt." They'll be having a match, uh, I believe, at Dun- uh, Wrestling Duntaku, uh, and that's beginning of May, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, it, it is on Domin- that card. Yeah. Yeah, because Dominion's the beginning of June. Yes, that that right. is the big June show. Yeah. Um. Also, a uh, new member of the United Empire debuted as Francesco Akira, formerly of uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. Made the jump. Uh, he is a junior heavyweight who, despite his last name, is from Italy. <laughs> okay. I mean, the Francisco. Yeah. I get. Yeah. yeah. Um. Some okay. have described him as being a lot like Osprey at the same stage in his career. He does kind of look like a ginger Osprey. If I'm so honest. then maybe we'll get his brother, Fernando uh, Mononoke soon. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, right. that would be the plan there. Gotcha. And the main event was uh, Okada defending against Zack Sabre Jr. In a hell of a match. ZSJ did not win the belt, which I'm just going to say it. They should have just pulled the trigger there. They, I mean, they've got yeah. this big, uh, this big show with Dantaku, and of course they've got Dominion. He could have been easily, uh, you know, losing the belt v one, losing in his first defense. I think it would have really shook things up to have ZSJ <laughs> have the belt even for a hot minute. But it's the fiftieth anniversary year, man. It's Okada's yeah. all year long. All right. Well, in that case, you'll love the fact that the person who came out and challenged him afterwards was the man who beat him in the New Japan Cup. Tetsuya Naito. So it's going to be Naito versus Okada on top of <coughs> Wrestling Duntaku, the second Okada Naito main event of this year. This year, yeah. And uh, what? Dozen, Baker's dozen if of uh, main events in the past three, four years? Yes. I mean, I, I know it's one of those rivalries that, you know, they they warm up anytime they, you know, want to pop a, a rating or a, a buy rate or, you know, ticket sales or something like that, I guess. But mm-hmm. at this point, you know, no, Naito's best days long behind him. Um, maybe not long behind him, but behind him at this point. He's, yeah. His body is is tired. Um, Okada, you know, still performing at, at a very tip-top level. But mm-hmm. you wonder how many more, you know, of those big title defenses of such physicality that he's known to do, he has before, you know, his body starts to, uh, you know, decline. And, Agreed. you know. He's still got many years on top. I mean, look at Tana. Tana's still yeah. pulling out bangers. And Tana's uh, <laughs> got a good 10, 12 years. Years, on yeah. Okada, exactly. So, um, and, and, I mean, Tana's still killing it, uh, <clears throat> you know, with a very big main event in his near future here in the States. Um, yeah. Which, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, but last night brought the Windy City Riot Show, a, a sold-out crowd in Chicago, nice. Illinois. 
uh, it was airing live on Fight, and apparently there were a ton of problems with the broadcast to the point New Japan had to issue an apology. Oh, uh, refund? Uh, I don't know if they were doing refunds, <laughs> but I know that they issued an apology, and it's going to be up on uh, New Japan World as of May 4th, which we weren't watching it because uh-huh. I want to spend 20 extra dollars. Yeah. Uh, it's two and, months of New Japan World right there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. Work smart, not hard. Uh Big show. Um, well, uh, the highlights from the show. Uh, Tom Lawler defended the New Japan Strong Championship against Yuji Nagata in a match that was said to be very good. Uh, was there Blue Justice dished out? Uh, yes, but Lawler retained. Yeah, but well, you know, you can still dish out justice yes. and lose. I just wanted to make sure that Nagata got his shit in. Juice Robinson had his last match in New Japan, possibly ever. Yeah, I, I saw. I read that he's uh, not renewing his uh, contract with yeah. uh, with New Japan. Yeah, and uh, it was a six man Chicago Street fight: him, Finley, and Brody King against Jonah, Shane Haste, and Bad Dude Tito, who might have. The fuck one is of those. Bad Dude Tito? I don't know. I know he's been on Strong quite a bit, but I, I'm not. Is that sure the guy who makes the vodka? You know, it might be him. Okay. Uh, Jay White had the latest in his U.S. of J Open Challenge series. Love it. Yeah. And uh, before the match, well, Jay White was in the ring waiting to find out who his opponent is. Uh, <laughs> then you have John Moxley in the back. He's talking somebody up, and he says, "All right, let's go, Shooter." And it was Shota Amino making Shota. his making his U.S. debut. Oh yeah. Uh, again, another match that was said to be awesome. Uh, Very good. Sounds like the. Uh, the time away has uh, shockingly considering it's stuck in the UK during COVID. Right. Um, apparently the time away has worked out for shooter uh, as he looked really good there. Very good. We had big Tom Tomahiro Ishii defeating Minoru Suzuki in a match that was said to absolutely rule. It's exactly what you expect. Yeah. They big losing the streak for Suzuki other. here. Yeah. Suzuki dropping L's every, everywhere. <laughs> uh, Suzuki loses. And after the match, who makes a surprise appearance, but our boy, Eddie Kingston, Hell yeah. And he walks the ring and challenges Ishii to a match at the May 14th Washington, D.C. show in our backyard. God damn it. Gato was looking at the names of who purchased tickets and didn't see either one of ours. That's what (laughs) happened there. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, pretty much. But Kingston said, you know what? Ishii, you're strong style. I'm King's Road. Let's do this. So uh, a, a little bit, although not. Very truly, but a little bit of the New Japan, All Japan feud yeah. uh, with these two. Uh, and the main event was John Moxley versus Will Ospreay. Shock of shocks. Very good match. Moxley ends up winning. Uh, I saw him hemorrhaging blood from his face as well. Yes, he bled like crazy. And uh, after the match, he called out Hiroshi Tanahashi for the main event. On May 14th. God damn it. So there's another one there. Uh, and he said that he is the new ace of New Japan. Okay. So we've got that. And then during the post-show uh, press scrum, who should interrupt Minoru Suzuki and challenge him for that Washington, D.C. show? But Brody King. So we're getting Man. Brody King versus Minoru Suzuki and Eddie Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii and John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Well, we said we were going to wait until they announced some matches. <laughs> yep. They have they announced made, some matches. Yeah, they, they announced some fucking matches. Um, yeah. Now, the thing that is interesting is we got a whole bunch of matches for the New Japan Strong Philly taping, which is the next day before okay. they announced anything for the DC show. On that show, 
Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus a newly signed in New Japan, Chris Dickinson. Okay. Minoru Suzuki versus Tony Deppin, which... That actually should rule. Deppin... Absolutely fuck. Like, yeah. Uh, and bafflingly, Yuya Yamura against Killer Cross. Yeah, I am... Uh, I, 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 I've... I've come off the the cross train uh <laughs> i'm not uh it's i'm, I'm not cat stevens song i'm <laughs> on the cross train wow yeah. that's a that's a cut right there man yeah, you're welcome you're welcome well well, well done somewhere my my stepdad is smiling he's a, he's a big <laughs> he's a big cat stevens guy um wow but yeah uh if I'll say this. If I was 10 years younger, I would absolutely be going to both of those shows. Yeah. Well, we did the back-to-back a couple of years ago. We did, and we paid for it. <laughs> yes. Although, very, very much so. I guess we wouldn't be on uh, fucking... Uh, Megabus. Uh, yeah, Megabus to yeah. hell. Uh, yeah, that sucked. Um, yeah, less than, less than ideal situation that yeah. day. Yeah, but I, I can say... Definitely thinking about that DC show now. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll chat about that. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll take that convo offline. But uh, man, what what a hell of a card! Also, if we that's were like su- a week after our dynamite too, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It is. It is a calendar week later. It's more than a week later, but yeah, because that's yeah. May fourth. So God, that's coming up soon. Yep. Oh boy, so much going on. If we were totally crazy, we could also go to MLW on the thirteenth. Yeah, but let's not. <laughs> oh, you don't want to see Taya Valkyrie? I thought for sure that. I would, mean, that would. I uh, I do enjoy Taya Valkyrie very yeah. much. She had a fucking ridiculous spot the other night. It was her and I think Athena. Mm-hmm. They did this. Uh, yeah, the crazy superplex from on, the on ring. The, all to, the tables, or, all, or, the all the chairs, chairs rather, set up yeah. outside the uh, outside the ring. Uh, looked. Looked horrifically painful, but yes. uh, yeah, Taya's a badass. Been a big fan since Lucha Underground days, obviously. But yeah, not enough uh, to bring me Back to the to old LW. I mean, you know, the allure of a Tony Luke's cheesesteak definitely helps, but yeah. you know, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I get it, I get it. Well, hey, let's talk about more dumb chair spots. Let's talk about our favorite company here at the Rough House. All Elite Wrestling, man, coming off of some of the craziest weekly TV shows they've done in some time, Mm -hmm. even if one of them ended with an absolute egg fart of an ending. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had, let's just run through it, matches of the year, uh, at least candidates. Sure. On Dynamite two weeks ago, we had FTR and the Young Bucks. Amazing. One of the most incredible tag matches you'll see. Just days after FTR had what is my personal match of the year against the Briscoes. Yep, that match was fantastic. Then, two days later, we've Uh got Rampage. And I'm not going to say this first match was a match of the year. It just was really fucking good. Yeah, Danielson and Trent. Yep, very, very good. Which fucking ruled. And then... The match of the year level star making performance as Wheeler Yuta decided, you know, I know Easter's next week, but I'm going to be the visage of Christ this week. Yeah. And bled all over the ring, all over the arena, all over himself in an attempt to get into the Blackpool Combat Club as he went against John Moxley. Incredible match. Yes. Yeah. Really, really, really was. Maybe if, if there is a critique. You know, 
he maybe ate too many finishes Perhaps. to, you know, but the story was told the crowd hook, line and sinker bought into everything. Me at home on my couch, you at home on your couch. Yeah. <laughs> Same situation. Yeah. Uh, just, Lo- just reveling in it. So yeah. I, I, I had to watch it on DVR the next day cause I had the art fight show that night. Yeah. No, I didn't watch it live. Either, oh, okay. Still when we watched it. And and if there's any proof of a the company I keep and b who I am as an individual during that very same art fight show, I come off stage. We had a great show for anyone who's wondering. Superartfight.com to find out where we'll be in the future. I come off the stage, and no less than four people come up to me and go, "They're running Joe Suzuki on Wednesday." I'm like, wait. wait. Are you fucking with me? <laughs> coming up. Marty, Samoa Joe, Minoru Suzuki, Wednesday night. No fucking way. Just riding that post, uh, post-show post high and yeah. then it just gets taken. Yeah, exactly. I, I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So, of course, get on the Twitter machine and after, you know, vanity searching on Twitter, <laughs> I then go to at AEW and sure enough, this Wednesday night we had... Minoru Suzuki defending the Ring of Honor TV title against Samoa Joe. And if that was the only match, they could have done two hours of fucking the commentators staring at each other and then had that match. I would have been fine with it. Yeah. But instead, we had arguably the most stacked dynamite ever with one noticeable match that did not work, and of course the aforementioned egg fart of an ending. Yeah. So Dynamite kicked off with CM Punk versus, of all people, Penta Oscuro. Which, Hawk, like, man. What? Yeah, I know. I mean, look, you you get you get uh, evil Penta doing uh, you know uh, dark Penta peekaboo coming out to fight CM Punk in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two, and I mean my pants were off before the bell even rang. Yeah, um, it's just it's it's just kind of crazy. Like, had you told me, you know, two a year or two ago that you know I would be watching this for free on a Wednesday night kicking off an episode of Dynamite, I'd have laughed in your fucking face. Yeah, and the way that they put it together was real simple. Punk hopped on Twitter and he said, hey, I want to have a match on Wednesday. And he just tagged like half a dozen people yeah. on Twitter. And I saw Penta in the list. I'm like, that'd be kind of cool if they did. Eh, they're probably yeah. not going to do. Oh, my God, they're doing that match. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell fucking yeah. And it was a really, really good match. Yes. It, you know, Punk is fucking good, man. Like, the, I, and I, I, I want to imagine that there was like a botched uh, – he was going for like a top rope Rana yeah. and he slipped. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was shoot or if it was planned a planned botch to yeah. for him to sell the, the knee the rest of the match. Um, whichever way it was, I don't really care because it worked yeah. really, really well. Yeah. Uh, it played into the end – you know, the finish of the match. Uh, Penta got his shit in, did not look like a chump at all. No. Punk, you know, continues his string of, you know, really having – to put in all the work and effort to put these guys away. Yeah. Um, and the, the finish where, uh, Penta was going for like a, uh, like a springboard moonsault sort of thing, mm-hmm. but punk catches him right into a GTS. Um, great stuff. It, 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 it was a, a, a perfect finish, yeah. you know, 
didn't take anything away from Penta. I mean, you know, realistically, a guy like Punk should be beating Penta. I, I hate watching Penta take an L, but, yeah. you know, it didn't it didn't hurt him. And it only elevated Punk even more. And, and it logically made sense because when they posted up the rankings, <laughs> uh, Punk was number four, I think, five and oh. And then Penta was behind him. Number five, yeah. five and one. So they were tied up on wins. So, yeah. You know, they, they needed to break that. If Punk wants to get a shot at the world title, which undoubtedly he is, a double or nothing, yeah. uh, he needed to earn it. And, you know, we got this match that was logical. And and what I will say is, had the match just been what the opening was, which was just a lot of shit talking, a lot of boasting in the crowd, and then slugging it out, like, that yep. would have been fine. But it went on to be a, a really solid pro wrestling match. The thing that is so crazy to me is... CM Punk is is a guy who I've liked for a very long time, but he's no one who I would describe as a in-ring technician. Like, he's a guy who, if he's in the ring with a, uh, a Brian Danielson or, mm-hmm. or someone else who is an in-ring technician, they can, you know, lift him up. Like, that's why him and Joe yeah. always worked, because, you know, Joe brought more of the, the uh, physicality, whereas Punk brought more of the storytelling. To tell to tell me in 2014, Punk will be back. He's going to take seven years off. Yeah. But he's going to be really good. Yeah. I would have thought that impossible. Yeah. Because, again, I never thought he was like a high-level worker then. And it feels like he's just smarter about what he can do and what he can't do. And he's just a really solid-ass pro wrestler. And... He's got enough personality that it fills in the blanks. It fills in the gaps of what he does. And and this match showed it so well because a lot of the fun wasn't just, oh, they're doing a good, well-paced wrestling match. It was the person like Punk trying to figure out his own hand gesture, the counter to the zero meadow. Like right. that that match or that made the match great on its own. Yeah. Uh I I was just dumbfounded though by how good the match got as it went on. Yep. Yeah, 100%. So then we had, uh, which, by the way, uh, that was four stars under Dave Meltzer. Three, no, it wasn't four, it was three, seven, five, I think. Yeah, egregious. Yeah. Egregious right yeah. there. Um, oh, and the uh, the FTR Young Bucks got four, seven, five. I mean, come on. Yeah. What's What What was missing? What was the extra right. quarter star there, Dave? Right, come on. exactly. I mean, I know uh, it's all subjective. Only thing but. I could think of is commercial breaks which i guess i kind of get but yeah picture in picture yeah and then yeah. we had uh for the AEW world tag team titles it was jurassic express defending against red dragon i thought this was a very good match however this speaks to something i talk about all the time which is the intangible mm-hmm. which is punk penta was better than expected mm-hmm. this match while executed very well was exactly what I expected. And yeah. in turn, I, I was not like as dumbfounded. It was like, oh, okay, these guys are very good. And, there, you know, there was no extra element of drama or intensity or, or anything that for me separates a good match from a great match. It just was, these guys are very good at what they're doing and it's enjoyable, but I wasn't blown away by it by any means, which feels Plus, weird it- to say because I know that what they were doing takes a lot of skill and ability. Oh, a hundred percent. And it it was a good match. 
but it just didn't get into that next gear. I mean, it picked up towards the end, but in terms of just full enjoyment of everything, you know, like you said, it was kind of what we expected. And it was, you know, we've seen these two teams tangle a bunch over the past couple months as well. Whereas Penta and Punk was fresh and like, okay, what can these guys do together? We already kind of know what Jurassic Express and Red Dragon can do together. You know, it's kind of, you know, there wasn't much left to the imagination. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what the problem was. And and also, uh, it looked like at the end, we were going to have to bring out the Fink to yell that this feud must continue. (laughs) But thankfully, FTR got involved. So I guess we're going to get at least a a, a derivation of it. Yeah. Um, And I'll say this. Kyle O'Reilly versus Jungle Boy next week as a part of the ON. Should be fucking great. Should be fucking great. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm, I was ready for something else for both these guys. Right. Uh, we had Sean Dean against MJF, which was a pitch perfect pro wrestling angle match. Sure. Because obviously, of course, this was more about putting over Wardlow as this unstoppable force, Man. including yeeting dozens of extras. Those 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 indie guys are getting their uh, yeah. getting their, earning their pay absolutely, uh, and I, I hear AEW pays better for guys doing indie spots than than that's not a e, shock, which isn't surprising. But <laughs> those guys are apparently going to die for that dollar as yeah. they uh, they get absolutely them. murdered, uh, it, chuck got it. murdered by uh, Wardlow. Yeah, but uh, what I also loved was the the character beat, which was uh, Bryce Remsburg counting out MJF. And Rem, uh, Remsburg getting to nine and MJF grabbing a mic and saying, look, I'll triple your pay. Just don't count to 10. I can't take this loss. Yeah. And Bryce shrugs it off and counts to 10. Sean Dean's now 2-0 and over MJF. Yeah. Yeah. And 1-0 and over Sean Spears. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty wild. I mean, it was pretty silly because he definitely could have made it into the ring. Oh, yeah. Around okay. the pile of men holding back Wardlow. But yeah. for, the, for the story, I yeah, the no. I, I, I get it. I get it. And, you know, this is how you build a big baby baby face. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Don't die. Yeah, I'm trying. Uh, Wardlow uh, over like Rover. And, and again, sometimes you got to give the benefit of hindsight. I thought that they took too long to pull the trigger. And it feels like maybe they waited just long enough because people are hungry for some Wardlow. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think they waited a little too long. They could have done this a couple months earlier, but it's fine. We had the six-man tag of Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz against the Jericho, Jericho Appreciation Society. Shout out to uh, Daddy Magic throwing out that uh, for over five weeks, the most revolutionary force in sports entertainment intro. Uh, Loved that. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Bet you did. Uh, and then I thought this match was awesome. Uh, just Santana and Ortiz are on fire. Kingston is so beloved. And uh, I will say this. I had to do a, a double take because uh, he was wearing a, a shirt homaging uh, Junkyard Dog. Mm-hmm. But we see a guy wearing a white T-shirt with in red font. Thump. It's easy to think for a second, is that an R, not an H? <laughs> uh, yeah, fair, fair, fair. But Eddie doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Yeah, no, no, no. But uh, <laughs> that feud must continue as, yeah, they got, they got to get two more guys. They really need to get two more guys. Yeah, we really need to get to, get to that fireworks factory. Marina Shafir was a firework that did not explode at all as she went against Sky Blue in a match that the crowd gave zero fucks for. 
I mean, maybe the crowd needed a break to to get their energy back after everything that had happened. Um, on, on a Discord I'm on, <clears throat> there were two people there live, and they said, "Oh, that's when I ran and peed because I wanted to see the rest of the show." Sure. So I, I mean, looking at true. looking at the the lineup, the card for that night, that would have been when I would have went too. No, yeah. just I mean, I enjoy watching a sky blue match and um, <laughs> for specific reasons. And, you know, I'm curious to see what Marina Shafir can do. Yeah. This, the match, it had like a scrappy sort of fight feel to it, but not in a, it was kind of disjointed from the rest of the card because yeah. it kind of had that feel, but it just, it more so seemed just sloppy and non-fluid uh, yeah. with some, with yeah. some of the movies. Not in like uh, I don't I don't I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to get here, but I, I, I got what they were going for for you just know. the execution was lacking. Yeah, it, it just didn't it didn't I it didn't all come that. together for me. Yeah, I, I will say if there were any plans of Marina Shafir being the one to take the the uh, TBS title off of Jade Cargill, yeah. good night. <laughs> done like yeah. we're definitely getting to now. 40 if not 50 w's yeah. for jade but it's okay we went right back up to the fireworks factory as we had team taz ricky starks and powerhouse Hobbs oh, going God. against keith lee and swerve strickland fuck. holy fuck again yes. on paper i was looking forward to this match yeah however those intangibles baby and they all paid off. You had Starks in front of a hometown crowd in New Orleans who adored him. And clearly he did not expect the reaction he got. No, he, he got a little shook up during his intro. Which Heroes was really, welcome. Really nice to see. Yeah. Uh, and then turns out Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland may be the best thrown together. Uh, excuse me. Thrown together tag team of all time. Strap them up. Let's go. <laughs> For the titty salt alone. That is <laughs> that is the a number one spot of the night uh, yeah. for me. This this match ruled. I, I will watch a few dozen of these. Have them be the new uh, Sting and Darby Allen against the Hardy Family Office. Just keep running Andrade this. Family Office. Well, Andrade Family Office now, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. run this again and again and again and again and yep. again and then some more. This was awesome, and Team Taz gets the win after a foot trip by Taz, proving that, you know, he's usable. By the way, uh, Taz doing his uh, Paul Heyman cosplay, early 2000s Paul Heyman cosplay, is is getting real strong. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the parallels are certainly there. Yeah. Uh, And then we had our main event, which was for the Ring of Honor Television Championship. Bobby Cruz getting paid once again to do the intros. Uh, as Samoa Joe became the new Ring of Honor television champion after a match that was filled with some of the most brutal striking sequences you will ever see, let alone on American television. Yes. Incredible. Uh, Brian Alvarez counted up 104 strikes in this match. Goddamn. Yeah, this was... I was giddy. Yeah. In the opening minutes of this match. I was was just beside myself enjoying it. Yeah, uh, the the Samoa Joe that I absolutely fell in love with in early Ring of Honor, the 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 Samoa Joe who I saw beat the piss out of Kenta Kobashi in New mm-hmm. York, the Samoa Joe that you know even when he had a fucking dick painted on his face in TNA, I was like that guy still got something special. He showed up. Oh yeah, man. 
Yeah, he was ready to fucking fight, and fight he did. And Suzuki, you know, always game, always, uh, you know, just the badass murder grandpa that he yes. is. Yes, and on paper, I was hyped for that match. What delivered was even better. We have a new TV champ, and then... No, nothing. Nothing happened. No, nothing the show happened. ended. The show, show ended. ended everybody Jamo- went home. Samoa, Joey Samoe being crowned the ROH TV champ. did not have a, Fade a the talk- black. Yeah. And then that was it. We did not have a talking segment with Sanjay Dutt and the Horcrux of Ring of Honor, Jay Lethal. <laughs> and we did not have the lights go out. I did not yell Sabu and then was given El Hijo del Cali. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't understand that at all. Uh, I mean. Well, uh, no, no, he's, he's a very tall Indian fellow um, and, an, and an athlete uh, definitely moves a lot, lot, lot quicker and smoother than Kali. True. Uh, we'll give him that. True. But not only a, was this guy not worthy of a blackout moment? No. Um, the, the offense on Wednesday from Satnam Singh was lacking. Yes. Uh, it did not look very good. Um, I will say something that was remedied, with his appearance on Battle of the Belts, mm-hmm. but you know th- this, you know, coming from the highs of pretty much everything that had happened over the past two hours, yeah, to use an overrun for that, yeah, not did great. not not uh, it kind of left me <sighs> a little sour. Um, I'm with you, but you know, not everything is going to land. Hey, um, it's okay though because we pick back up on Friday. Yeah, we yeah, pick yeah. back up on Friday with championship excuse me, championship week continuing with a special early rampage due to NBA action. Uh, yeah. Very hot opener, the Blackpool Combat Club, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and oh Utes, Wheeler Yuta, <laughs> Merck in the gun club in less than 10 minutes. This was a really fun match. I, You yeah. know, I think I said this uh, a couple weeks ago when the gun club had a, a match. I don't remember who it was against. Yeah. Um, but they're FTR. really, yeah, 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 that's right. Those kids and Billy are yeah. just kind of perfect talents and talent enhancement. You know, they'll they'll do some uh, some dastardly shit to get some heat, uh, but then you know one of them's going to eat a pin. Uh, and this time, what it was, Yuta rolling up Billy Gunn. Yeah, he did an O'Connor roll out O'Connor, of the famouser. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Ute's super over. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the star has definitely been born here, yeah. and you know the crowd eating up everything that Mox did and Brian, and this was, it, it was just a really fun opener. Yeah. Uh, Butcher did a squash to get him over just ahead of facing Wardlow in another roughhouse yep. special of a match. Uh, Dustin right. Rhodes challenged CM Punk to a match on Wednesday, which. Should be fucking cool. Which uh, led to the crowd booing him because it wasn't yeah, happening it was that be night. On, on Dynamite, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ruby Soho had to deal with twin magic of the Renegade sisters, but continue on into the Owen women's tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the main event was uh, Adam Page and Adam Cole in a Texas death match for the AEW World Championship. I don't know if this is a hot take, Chris. I like yeah. this more than the match from the pay-per-view. Um, Huh. I haven't thought about the comparison of the two matches. I very much did enjoy this match. Um, And I think I may agree with you because I feel like the build to this match has been better than the build to the original match. Yeah. Because Paige has had a little something extra. You know, he's not pissed off because 
Adam Cole, you know, is claiming that he's the best. He's pissed off that he has to fight him again. Uh, and, and he already has the win over him and that confidence boost from page. Like he'll just storm down to the ring, just like, you know, pie face, uh, Cole, he, mm-hmm. he, he has his number and he knows yeah. it. Yeah. And it's, it's added so much more that, to that the second half of this. Feud. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, just just great stuff in in that regard. Uh, all sorts of plunder in this match, including Cole fucking landing on a bunch of open chairs. The yeah. open chair oh, yeah, spot. That, was oh, that there aren't many things because you know I've seen deathmatch wrestling and all that. There aren't sure. many things that give me the yips. Yeah, the spine on the open chair is the is the one that always gets me. Yeah, that's uh, some that's some that's some cringe there from the from the lower cervical spine that I felt for Adam Cole there. Yeah, we had uh, the our heart. Oihara moonsault to the floor countered with yep. a super kick. Shades yep. of the uh, Cole Ricochet spot from uh, spot on, man. He yeah. he hits the bullseye. Yeah, nails it. Uh, and uh, the finish was a dead eye uh, off the apron. There was a barbed wire uh, crown on the head of Adam sure Cole. Sure, fucking was. And they went through a table. Uh, the level of which. That both Cole and Paige have to not only trust each other but themselves to take that spot. Sure, it's super high because Paige just has to jump and hope for the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure he has Cole's head positioned right, and yeah, you know, make sure he lands in the right place in the right way at the right yeah. angle. Yeah, there's a lot could go wrong there, but uh, a lot went right, and. Of course, all the fucking morons on the internet uh, had their outrage yeah. because of the uh, the the crown of thorns on Adam Cole's on wispy Jesus's hair on Good Friday. It popped me so fucking hard. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. And then I got double relishment uh, knowing that all the fucking Catholic kooks out there who were super um, offended by it. Fuck yourself, Brian James, Road Dog. Fuck yourself, Vince Russo, uh, and all your and Eric Bischoff and all your outrage over this. Eric Bischoff double fuck yourself with all the shit you've done over the years. Um, and Vince Russo as well. So, uh, yeah. F- and uh, fuck off. Okay. It's a fucking pro wrestling show. Get your head out of your ass. Um, you know, I fucking, I, I hate people when somebody offends their religion, but they'll be the first to talk shit about somebody of another religion. Fuck yourself in perpetuity. That's my rant. Sorry. Yeah. And, and I'm saving you're wondering, we are not updates. going back to the Realm Network anytime soon. <laughs> listeners. Then uh, Saturday night was Battle of the Belts, uh, which did have three title matches. Um, yeah. But a strangely missable card, if you ask me. Uh, we had Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara. Uh, if there was any question as to whether or not Sammy was a heel, at least to the audience, uh, it was answered here. Sure as fuck as, was. Uh, and crowd very much not into uh, Sammy as Cody Rhodes. And uh, yeah. it looks like we're going to get a lot more of that, though, because Sammy regained the TNT championship. Three-time TNT champion, I believe. Yes, yeah. you're correct. Uh, honestly, it was a bit of a shock to me. I mean, Scorps yeah. only had the belt for five weeks or something yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, I think long. it was March 9th when he when he won the title uh, off of Sammy. So uh, I don't – I kind of – I don't know. I'll, we'll wait and see where it heads. Yeah. Uh, did not really – like the outcome here the match was pretty good there were some really good spots in there uh, of course a lot of shenanigans with with ty and uh with Paige van zandt coming down yeah. and, uh, ethan page and uh dan lambert 
it was kind of a you know overbooked sort of situation there. Mm-hmm. Um, man, they really they really got everybody, myself included, to really not give a shit about Sammy Guevara with this <laughs> shoving down our throats of this relationship yeah. and on screen making. I mean, you know, like. If this was a, a an OnlyFans exclusive, then I'd be a lot more into their relationship than I am with it being uh, an AEW exclusive. I'll put it yes. that way. Yeah. Jonathan Gresham defended and retained the Ring of Honor World Championship against Dalton Castle. Looks this like was a Castle fun match. Going to be part of the uh, the new AEW regime of Ring of Honor. Uh, Castle yeah. had the boys too. So yeah, the original boys, the uh, Brant Brant brothers. Yeah, I something think. like that. Yeah. Um, so uh, the full presentation was the there. Uh, and they had extra boys at the top, and I, I, I couldn't, I wasn't hundred percent sure because just a quick mm-hmm. shot. But I think one of the, one of those boys at the top was Kyle O'Reilly. Wouldn't be surprised because uh, I know was, he's been a boy in the past. Yes. And then, yeah, Red Dragon were 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 the, boys they, for Dalton. Boys for PWG. PWG. Yeah, but the tattoos on the second one from the left, I'm like that fucking looks like Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. But it was a very quick shot, so I couldn't confirm. But the you know. Because they yeah, all I love nothing. the idea that that basically just random dudes backstage are like, "Fuck it, sure. we'll be boys." Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Gresham retained. Gresham, however, uh, got a Injured concussion in this got match. Uh, oh, it was a concussion. Okay. Yeah. So he's actually not surprised. Miss, uh, he's supposed to be because he's currently the world champion of progress, which is real mm-hmm. funny considering their shows <laughs> are put on the WWE network. Um, but he's going to be missing their shows today and tomorrow. He was supposed to be on two yeah. different shows for them. Um, but uh, Octopus Hold gets a win for Gresham post-match. Uh, Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt came out. Whole big to-do. Lee Moriarty runs out also, as does Joey Samoe with a lead pipe. Hell yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I, I loved – I mean, like, Joe's music gets the crowd hype. But you see Joe walking in the ring with the title – Fucking lead pipe? Get the fuck out. That's that's just some badassness right there. Hell yeah. Joe. Like your ruckus, man. Joe. 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 Fuck yeah, man. Uh, but uh, the faces stand tall. The heels run off to survive to another day. This is how the angle should have gone on on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah uh, by the way, I, I, I forgot to mention... Uh, the, the one thing that I thought was hysterical was during the post-match angle on Wednesday was seeing Minoru Suzuki hustle to the back. I did, yeah. <laughs> I did see that <laughs> on the left side of the ramp. Yeah. Thought he was out of camera view. Sorry. Sorry, Suzuki. We see Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, and then main event was Thunder Rosa defending against Nyla Rose. Rosa with the big-time entrance gear, which I, I liked a lot. Um, this match was decent. Um, not blow away. No, um, but I, I think probably the thing that really hurts these Battle of the Belt shows is we had two now, and I know the first one was supposed to have Cody, Sammy, and then Cody got popped for COVID, mm-hmm. so they couldn't do that. But like these feel missable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess having a title change here helps in the future, maybe because you yeah. know that you know there's a precedent for. And I know in the first one, Sammy won an interim title, but that was yeah. an interim title. It wasn't yeah. a title change. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, I didn't watch it live. I watched it this morning. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I, I it was not it, so. Yeah, it was not must must. Uh, it was not appointment viewing. Yes. Um, so plus, you know, it, it's an hour. I feel like if it was. Built up a little more, maybe a two-hour sort of show. You know, I, I don't know. It, it, 
like you said, they're just kind of missable. But a uh, big week of shows again for Dynamite Rampage this week. Rampage is going to have the TBS title match between Marina Shafir and Jade Cargill. Dynamite, mm-hmm. which will be live in Pittsburgh, will have... Pittsburgh. Uh, well, uh, appropriately so, because we will have yes. Britt Baker's return, uh, looking to qualify for the Owen Women's Tournament, going against Danielle Kamea. Yeah, I wonder who's going to win that one. going to win that one. Hook will have his first ever match live on Dynamite. Okay. Uh, we'll have Wardlow versus The Butcher. Yeah. We'll have Jungle Boy versus Kyla Riley in a men's Owen qualifier match. Mm-hmm. We will have a coffin match. Hell yes. Between Darby Allen and Andrade El Idolo. And Tony Khan will make. Oh boy. A huge, a huge <laughs> announcement. Any uh, prognostication from your friend? Um, so, what I have heard. And mm-hmm. tip of the hat to the Super J cast over on the Voices of Wrestling Network. They're saying June 23rd at, uh, oh God, what's the name of the arena where they debuted Punk? Um, United Center? Oh, the big United, arena. Yeah, United Center in Chicago, AEW New Japan Super Show. That's what they're saying the announcement wow. is. That's a, that's a big room. It's a big room on a Thursday night. It's a Thursday? Yes. Huh. I mean, June 23rd, eh. AEW New Japan. Curious as to why it wouldn't be that. Oh, I guess maybe basketball or some other thing booked in the arena. Yeah. That was the day they could get the arena, I guess. And plus, since they were just in Chicago yesterday, <laughs> yeah. New Japan, yeah. uh, that's probably why they're waiting to announce it this coming mm-hmm. week would make mm-hmm. sense. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's look. Um, if it is like a cross promotion, we're going to get AEW guys versus new Japan guys. And they're yeah. going to bring over the, the guys, top, the guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking Okada, Naito, yeah. Shingo, Hiromu. Like if you're you know. smart, you, you start laying out like, all right, we're going to do all title versus title matches. Like the, as in champion versus champion matches, right? Not title. work it out. Like, okay. If it's an eight match card, AEW wins for new right. Japan wins for make it interesting. Like, Okada versus Hangman up top. Ooh, uh, fucking, uh, I mean, if I'm just thinking about where titles currently are, you'd probably have uh, Jurassic Express. Oh, that'd be against fucking Goto and Yoshihashi. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be every champion versus may, every may, champion. We need to be a bit more discerning because then the other <laughs> idea would be Sammy Guevara versus Evil. Yeah, definitely don't want that. Like, I do want to see <laughs> Sammy versus like a Despi or a Hiromu or Ishimori or something Sammy like that. Sammy versus Naito could be fun too. Sammy versus Naito could be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, there's there's definitely some some rapid. I mean, you know, you could do. Punk Give me Jeff Cobb Tom. versus Joey Samoe, please. Uh, yeah, Cobb versus Joey Samoe would rule. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus CM Punk could be really fun. Yeah, or maybe that's when they. Oh wait, we're getting mock. We're getting mock. Yeah, we're getting mock. Tom. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, do uh, Blackpool Combat Club and Shooter against like I don't oh. know Bullet Club or United Empire? Yeah, you could do all of them against uh, Great Ocon and Osprey and I guess Cobb in that instance. And, yeah. Uh, uh, Francisco Akira. Isn't there another one? A British guy that they've added to the Empire. Uh, well, there's a few guys who they've added to the Empire because, okay. like, Aussie Open is part of it now. Oh, uh, yeah, the Aussie Open. That's yeah. Right. So, you know, that, that would be an Fletcher, option is that Is that somebody? Uh, he's part of Aussie Open. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That explains that. Um, but 
the, the potential is very strong. I want to ask you, though, if it's not that show, what do you think it's going to be? Oh, uh, wow. Um, I, I don't – I don't know. I mean he definitely has uh, Ring of Honor at his disposal now. Mm-hmm. So it could be a big cross show there. But I don't feel like that is a huge announcement yeah. uh, caliber sort of thing. Um, is there another like – you know? fed that was up for sale that he could have acquired i don't know (laughs) i don't think he would have bought gcw i mean if he wants to buy the pwg catalog that's awesome well maybe it's an announcement of a uh a streaming deal for for aew for you know uh, some kind of turner thing turn yeah hbo max or (laughs) or or you know what fuck it that's what we're gonna put on cnn plus so people actually buy the damn thing (laughs) oh god yeah yeah (laughs) Not if they're hemorrhaging employees already. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I don't. I don't know. I these huge announcements, man. They're 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 coming fast and furious, and it's hard to, you know, it's hard to hype so yeah. frequent announcements. So yeah, that, I don't. It, it, this really, like, if if I, I would say a one or, or number one in a one are probably that super show and an HBO Max deal, and beyond that, fuck it, you're not allowed to make any announcements, Tony. He's gonna yeah. be like, huge announcement, everybody. We now have fresh fish and catering. <laughs> like that's that's the level we're gonna be near. The only thing personally that could maybe it could be some kind of triple A uh mm-hmm. combo show. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. But for me personally, aside from those two big ones you just said, something that could move the needle for me, a debut, speaking of, um would be Claudio popping up. Oh and, yeah, you know. That, that, that's who I thought when the lights went out. I thought it was going to be Claudio. Oh, that would be – yeah, especially with the Ring of Honor yeah, uh, history there. Nope. Yeah, that would – yeah. Another He's still out there. He is. <laughs> and he, he just uh, he just rebranded all of his socials as Claudio CSRO. OK. All right. So well, he's going to uh, be doing something soon. I mean, as long as it's not Johnny Gargano, that's kind of what I'm feeling there. Sorry, Johnny. Yeah, uh, sorry, sorry, Johnny. I mean, I'm sure Johnny, you're going to get signed, but... Yeah. Johnny will be wrestling in the Indies uh, more so <laughs> than on the AEW or something like that. All right. Well, uh, we're going we're gonna to stick a fork in this one. Chris, I'm glad you're back with us. I'm glad you're feeling better. Dear listener, I'm glad you're back with us. And uh, hey, if you want to hear us shit on WrestleMania Night 2, uh, by all means, jump on the Patreon and we will catch you next week. Bye! The Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughhouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Roughhouse Redos, and Roughhouse Divided Movie Trivia Games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod. House uh podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. 
The WWE Network is making an effort to have programming for all walks of life. From your pure pro wrestling action to fantastic reality-based programs, the WWE is excited for its network. And why not introduce a new sitcom? Using the best of CGI and holographic technology, the WWE presents That's So Macho! On the next episode of That's So Macho... Dad, kids at school are teasing me, and I don't know how to get them to like me. Remember that one time WCW made me use Sid Vicious as a bodyguard, but he never did anything. Ooh, it sucked. Hey, uh, hey, macho, you want to help me uh, stock these shelves? You're going to sit around being, you know, macho all day long. I hit a rap album one time. No one liked it. Not even the people that helped me make it. Yeah, please buy one. It goes to my estate. I've seen a lot of macho men in my time, macho, but you're probably one of the most savage. <laughs> See you at the bake sale this weekend. I had a girlfriend that was 38 years younger than I was, and I gave her the business. Ooh, yeah. I made her call me Bobby the Brain, and I licked my brain. It's the nickname for my balls. Mm. Smell like Slim Jims. That's so macho on the new WWE Network. Watch my show, or I'll fucking haunt ya. No one wants to wake up in the middle of the night and hear boo, ooh, ooh, yeah, macho activity.